It's now time for Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Mike will get you into the ring with the latest boxing and MMA info, the Lobos, and much more. Now, now, here's Mike Adams 2.0. Good morning, sports fans. Mike Adams 2.0, ESPN Radio 101.7, The Team. Mike, I just got a hold of Nine Mile Glide and confirmed they will be live in studio singing some of their greatest hits. I know we talked about it last week, but now it's confirmed. We'll have the exact date. I get excited because we're going to have music in studio, and hopefully they play. They got a couple of new jams out, Micah, uh, that they that I hope they share uh, with the listener, and I'm sure they will. Micah, what a week in sports. I don't even know where to start. Sometimes we just go to fact or fiction. But I have to ask you this, Micah. Trades, players going from the Sixers to the Clippers. I'm, I'm, I'm talking NBA first. Giannis going for 54. 55, 55. At the end of the day, Micah, it is still the Denver Nuggets to lose. Because when I watch a Denver Nuggets game, Micah, it is so structured. They play with such confidence. They play with such skill set and continuity that I haven't seen in a very long time since the Warriors had it six, seven years ago when the Warriors were just a machine. You remember that? That's how I'm watching these Nuggets. Ball movement. You said it. Structure. Identity. There's a lot that goes into knowing what you want to do in what situation. There goes from, it may not be a laughing matter, you call him the Joker, he plays no games on the court, and he's ruthlessly efficient. He cares about horse racing more than he does anything else, and winning comes second. And that's all he's focused on, on the court, is on winning. You have people knowing their roles. Jokic with his ridiculous, unorthodox passing ability, that greatest big man passer I think we've ever seen, that allows Jamal Murray in an era where point guards are shoot first to be shoot first because you have a real live distributor. Aaron Gordon found his true skill set, his position, being able to play defense, attack the boards. You have Michael Porter Jr. being able to thrive as a 3 and D guy and impact on the defensive end with his size. You have to give a lot of credit to the coaching staff, to the general manager. They put this equation together perfectly to formulate the best team they could to optimize their best players. There's a reason why this machine looks like it could repeat. Not just repeat, Micah. They entertain us. At the end of the day, the Nuggets are entertaining. The Warriors are entertaining. The Bucks are entertaining. Celtics are entertaining. You agree with that? There's a lot of entertaining. I'm not going to say that there's anyone out there that's not entertaining because... I would have put the Rockets on that category a couple days ago and we saw what they did. You never know in this league. Give me a five, Micah, that could beat this five right now. Joker, Giannis, Embiid, Doncic, and Shea, Gilchrist, Alexander. Give me the five you'd counter against those five. Start with Joker. Who's going to guard Joker? Wait, did you just say Joker, Embiid? Joker first. Wait, you, I'm just trying Joker, to get this list. Giannis, Embiid. Doncic and Shea Gilchrist Alexander. Are we talking today or are we talking anytime? Today. 
Are you trying to go USA versus the world here? Who could who could beat that team right now? Well, here's the problem with your first assessment. Joel Embiid is going to be on the USA Olympic team come 2024, so you actually subtract him and you add in someone else to be for the world. Pascal, because, Pascal Siakam. Well, that's fine, because to guard Jokic, we're Vic, getting Victor, Embiid. Victor Wembayamba, put him on the team. Chet Holmgren. Okay. They're literally the same guy. But who's going to beat? That team that I just gave you. Well, like you just said, I'm going piece by piece. So yep. I got Embiid. I got Homegrown. I got Jason Tatum. I got LeBron James. I got Kevin Durant. It'd be a heck of a game. Exactly. And you didn't even you didn't even take Steph Curry. I didn't even have to yet because I'm going all size on size with the guys that you took. Let's get to Factor Fiction, Micah. This is where we really, really have to get after it today, Micah, on Factor Fiction. Don't forget Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, at Mike Adams 2.0 if you're on the Instagram. Micah Frankel, let's go. Shout out Abraham Pettis, the new IBA flyweight champion of the world. Big win for him inside Tingley Coliseum. Championship boxing back here in New Mexico. Fact or fiction, he will not be fighting here in the state or possibly even the country in his next fight. Not sure, Mike. I don't want to say fact on that. Great, great uh, performance by Abraham Pettis. Great job, champ. And his next fight, Micah, him and Diamond Boy are on this path, right? They're both undefeated. They're both very skilled boxers. And all the champions in that division are out of the country. I get what you're saying. Would they step up and have to fight for those world titles? They may be fighting for them in another country. So that's a fact. But is his next fight out of the country or in another state? Not sure. Not sure, but... Like you said, the big ones, whether we're talking about Diamond Boy, whether we're talking about Abraham Pettis, possibly even looking at uh, a Jason Sanchez and Angelo Leo, you're looking at getting out of the New Mexico landscape, and those are the ones that you really may, at those lighter weight classes, see those guys on a global stage to get after the world titles. Shout out Angelo Leo. Uh, big win last week as well, Michael. Talk about world titles. Another belt wrapped around his waist. Uh Factor Fiction, after that performance last Friday, David Mundell deserves a big fight from the BKFC. Yeah, that's a fact, Micah. And if anybody follows BKFC, it's you. And and here's the other thing. Somebody asked me this question, Micah, and I said, I don't know the answer, so I'm going to ask Micah Franklin. The way boxing has amateurs, the way MMA has grapple fest and other things that you can participate in that have an amateur status... Can you really bring up amateurs through bare knuckles? Uh, the question you propose is a good one. And the answer is, they're going to try. We recently did have an announcement that there is a conglomerate here, even with some local figures notable, that are putting together a, a Southwest League, a Southwest Prospect Series, that will include, we're being told, amateur and prospect series, so professional and amateur bare knuckle prospect series. Bare knuckles already had a couple of them. It's for the guys that didn't quite get picked at the tryouts, but were still intriguing. Here's your opportunity in the real life setting to impress and get your full contract. Amateur, we know that BKFC wants to grow their own pipeline, start to have their own kind of stars and breed them from the bottom. As you said, look at MMA. You have kickboxing, jujitsu wrestling, all these amateur combat sports that bring you up 
towards being a mixed martial artist. Even the pedigree that USA Boxing, Golden Gloves, Silver Gloves, everything that that allows you to do in pugilism. You don't have that in bare knuckle. And as it's a fast growing sport, they are trying to come up with their own pipeline towards breeding the next future of the sport. It would almost be like in slap fighting. You couldn't have an amateur slap fighting contest, could you? Like, I don't know. That's my question. That was was asked of me. I would think that every every fight, if you're in slap fighter or, or bare knuckles, would count towards a, a, a W. That's my guess, right? I you, don't know. You would expect, but this is all on a commission-by-commission commission basis because at this point, I've even talked to the commission here locally, we do not have a set of rules approved for amateur bare knuckle. So we will not be having at least the amateur side of one of those cards here possibly. That has to be approved. Bare knuckle is barely being approved throughout the country. It'll be interesting to see if commissions take that step forward and open it up to the amateurs. Or maybe you use the gloves, right? Just like amateur boxing. And you get your skill set down in that cage ring that they use, but you're getting that skill set down of getting punched because you can't be kicked and you can't be taken to the ground at least you get that skill set of boxing. And there has been a conversation about perhaps it's not bare knuckle. Maybe it is four-ounce glove boxing where it's MMA gloves, but it's still the bare knuckle rule set. So you're getting the skill set and experience in that realm, but you're not as prone to the cuts and the knockouts. That's what the gloves provide. Michael Frankel, continue. We are going to continue with... Uh, Mike, you're going to be excited for the first pay-per-view of the year. Decris D plus E challenging Sean Strickland. This was the right middleweight title fight to make. What's well, a right middleweight title fight to make? Yes, fact. I don't know if it excites me, though. Because you said, Mike, I know you're going to be excited for this pay-per-view. You're I excited think, for Sean Strickland. I'll, I, I'll tell you what. He, he's, a, he, you know, he's, how do you put it, Micah, for Sean Strickland? He is a See, you, you didn't even know what to say Prolific either. character, see, I believe. See what I'm saying? He's a prolific character. But but here's the thing, Micah. In mixed martial arts, right, because you ask me a lot, who's the is he the greatest of all time? Not Sean Strickland. I'm just saying Al Jermaine Strickland. Everybody we've, we, we talk about. Is this the year that we have somebody break out in mixed martial arts? You know, if you go back, look, go back. Hoist Gracie, breakout star. Fair or unfair? Fair. Randy Couture, breakout star. Fair. Chuck Liddell? is a breakout crossover star. Tito? Crossover star. St. Pierre? Yes, crossover star. Captain America movies. Come on, people. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get any... Anderson Silva? Anderson Silva, yes. To most hardcore martial arts fans. John Jones? John Jones. Everyone knows John Bones Jones. Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar. Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey. Holly Holm. Holly, at least here locally. This, this she is a global but, star. But, but let me go on. Singapore. Connor. Okay, keep going. BJ Penn. Keep going. Are we going to see that type of star-studded uh, athletes as we once... I think about all those names I gave you, Micah. We're very close outside of Hoist Gracie in the same era. Well, I guess that's to change the topic to, did we not have that Israel Adesanya? Did we not have that Henry Cejudo? Did we not have that Demetrius Johnson? Did we not have that 
Habib Nurmagomedov, yeah. how big he has become. Do we not have that? Kamaru Usman, I believe he's done a little bit of acting. I know he's not with the UFC anymore, but Francis Ngannou came from that platform. Uh, Sean O'Malley, he gets his hand-picked opponent, but, but and that is our... But that's the next level, right? So Sean O'Malley's the next level? I think that he is the next guy that they are trying to put to that level because he's the newest champion. Are you considering Volkanovski? He's already been there. Are we considering John Jones? He's already been there. I don't know if there really is, and I love this weekend. We'll get your thoughts on that in a moment, but Pejeta, Prochaska, I don't know if either one of them is long for being in the company or in the spotlight. They've both been in a lot of wars, so I could see them not being that illustrious reigning champion because they live and die by the sword. But if you're looking for the next breakout star, in December I see Colby Covington getting a world title fight. Has his time already passed because he was challenging Cameron Usman and we see Cameron Usman has moved on. Sean O'Malley is the guy that you pinpoint to say, is he that next generational star? Is he that next pay-per-view icon? Well, and, and if you go to the boxing side, Micah, when we had Mayweather, Pacquiao, De La Hoya, I'll go on and on, that new that new champion now, right, these new names, Tank Davis, Terrence Bud Crawford, Earl Spence, Canelo, Tyson Fury. See, see how it segued, Micah? That's what I'm asking you. In the UFC, is it going to segue to that new generation? It always does. Continue. So, fact or fiction, this is make or break for Sean O'Malley. UFC 299, he defends in a rematch against his hand-chosen opponent, the only man to beat him, Marlon Vera. This is make or break for his stardom. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say fact. As long as he wins. It doesn't have to be by knockout. doesn't have to be in devastating fashion. I think as long as he wins, Micah, it continues. This train continues as long as he wins. Volkanovski will be defending against the dangerous Spaniard Ilya Taporia in February, UFC 298. He is rushing back too soon after the knockout in October. That's a fact. Take some time, Volkanovski. Alexander Volkanovski, man. Take some time. You're Prochaska, Alex Pajeda, this weekend. This will lead to a fight of the night, fight of the year candidate type crazy war. Yeah, that's a fact, Micah. If Micah didn't sum it up two seconds ago, this is all action. Is that, is that, how do you say it better, Micah? This is all action packed. This is going to be something wild. Yuri Prochaska has no fear of throwing anything. Anything at any time, he will leave his chin hanging out there. And Alex Bejeda is an inviting, welcoming target to exchange with because he likes to carry the grenades in his hands down by his hips because he believes in his instincts. He's willing to brawl with you, and he has serious knockout power at 85, at 205. He is just a mauler. This one is going to be exciting. We also have an interim heavyweight title fight. You want to see the next generation. The winner of Pavlich versus Aspinall is signed sealed and delivered as the next generation. According to? I'm asking you that a factor well, no, of fiction. According to? I'm just wondering if it's out there. People I, are putting that headline because you look at these two devastating finishers, both just barely in their early 30s. This is the prime for a heavyweight. This is the question I have, Micah, and I really want you to think about it. Ten years ago, 12 years ago, 
It would be Saturday night, BJ Penn in the main event, St. Pierre in the main event, Condit in the main event, Diego in the main event. We'd talk about it for the whole seven days, four pizzas, everybody at the house, and on Monday morning, everybody talking about it. Are we going to see that? Is that to come? I don't know. I think we've lost it in boxing where you're prepared for a whole week. Everybody's like, hey, Mike, I'm picking up the pizzas. Get this, get that. I'll see you at 7. I just don't see that anymore, Mike. According to the UFC pay-per-view numbers, it's only slightly different. We've went from like a million buys to like 700,000. But if you ask the company, they're making hand over fist. So if you're telling me that it's shrinking, how can it shrink when they're producing more revenue than ever? To me, it seems to be growing. It's on a bigger platform. It's right here on ESPN. Yeah, but here's the thing, Micah. Okay, there's multiple ways to revenue streams in that business. And not only that, we're talking just pay-per-view. See, we, we took one category. We didn't take uh, how much money they get for uh, them being on TV, how much money they make from merchandise. We See, we didn't take every revenue line. We just took the pay-per-view line. And my question is, if it's gone from a million to 700,000, that's 300,000 buys. That's when you have a weak pay-per-view. We can't judge this one until after it happens. We've seen some guys do that. We've seen some over a million. John Jones pulled over a million on his last fight. And that's the question. Who is that next fight that I'm going to call Micah and I'm going to call my other buddies? Who's bringing the pizza? Well, see, here's the problem with what you're doing already. You're losing the real essence of the fight game. This is where people are already late to it. Friend of the show, Alexander Volkanovsky, top of the game, pound for pound best. People are like, oh no, Ilya Taporia, this comeback, this might be too fast. This might be too soon. This might be the end of the guy you guys are talking about as pound for pound great. Yeah, because you're late to the party. You need to watch when he was beating Jose Aldo. You needed to watch when he was beating Chad Mendez. See, that's the problem, Mike. Those weren't main event fights on pay-per-view those were the fights leading to it if you weren't paying attention to sean o'malley three fights ago you're already so late to the party that's why you need to be at the party every fight night seeing the guys before the main event michael frankel says don't be late to the party the beastie boys say fight for your right to party Micah, continue. Are we going to have a karate combat party because they are putting together benson henderson versus anthony pettis three in, in what? Who, karate where? combat. It is karate. It is the long pants. We are going back to the old school flat mat. Yes, you need to check it out on YouTube. So what you're telling me, for those of you who watch Karate Kid 1, 2, 3, I don't know if they made 4 and 5. But you're saying this could be Cobra Kai, Micah? We got Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai with a cool background. Karate combat. Are you interested? Is Henderson Pettis enough for us to order a pizza? Continue, Micah. Jake Paul chose the right opponent and the wrong opponent at the same time for his next fight. <laughs> Micah, that's funny. Is it true or not? Fact or fiction? I, I, I don't want to answer. Oh, well, should I break down my synopsis at P- least? Please. Okay, well, we now have Jake Paul taking on a credible, real boxer. The unfortunate part about this is that Jake Paul, in what Mike already described, is a pay-per-view buy. He has already given us a certain level of expectation for our entertainment value. I need a Nick Diaz. I need a Nate Diaz. I need a Nate Robinson. I need a a celebrity, the level of Jake Paul, for me to put out the 
money that I paid to watch Jake Paul Tyrone Woodley to hear that he is now turning over the leaf to become a real credible boxer is the right move but the wrong move as a pay-per-view headliner because you cannot command the right dollar I commend him for making this move and go becoming a real boxer but this is the point where the pay-per-view value is not the same Michael you just said you'd rather see him fight Nate Robbins he that's already that's did what it you once. Just said. I, I know. I said that the general value is more there for him fighting Nate Robinson for what he charges. Yeah. I but mean, I'd rather but see that, him as a boxer. This is the right fight to make, but it is sure. the wrong fight to charge us for. I think what it, and you summed it up for, for him because he takes the sport so seriously. He's saying, now I'm going to do this, and it's not about the money. It's not about the money now. He wants to prove to people that he is a legit boxer. It is the right move, and we will see with the price tag if it was the wrong opponent. Uh, the 76ers have made the right moves, and they are being overlooked in the East. That's fiction. They made the right moves, fact. Are they being overlooked? Fiction. They're, all, not, they're not being overlooked. All the talk was Bucks. All the talk was Celtics. We've talked about the struggling heat. Who was giving the respect to the 76ers? They've been overlooked for these first two weeks. Well, this is what I will say. I always thought the 76ers would make the playoffs with or without Harden. Do I think they get by the Celtics or Bucks? No. But they're not overlooked. They're still a legit top four Eastern Conference team, even without Harden. Okay, now you called them top four. Now they're not overlooked. But we got to look at the reason why they're not overlooked. Tyrese Maxey, yep. bona fide all-star this year. Fact. He is attacking the basket. He gets into the paint. And I'm willing to say he might be the fastest guy in the league end-to-end the court with the ball. Those young legs make a difference. I'd have to think about that one. It's him. Maybe it's SGA. There's a couple guys with some bull by speed. But Maxi, he's up in that top elite group that I would be betting on. Um, Leangelo Ball could get up and down that court quick, too. Michael. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Quick. So that's a, that's a tough one. Continue. Anthony Edwards has taken the next step. Absolutely fact. Absolute fact. You see Ant leading the charge, handing the Celtics and the Nuggets the first loss. I don't think we would have seen. The Celtics and the Nuggets. The Celtics and the Nuggets. The favorites probably to meet in the finals, right? Absolutely. And the Timberwolves hand both their first losses this is a new ant. This is an ant that can carry 10 times the, his body weight. And here's the other thing, Micah. He has to be in the dunk contest. You feel we got to go old school. You need that LeBron, or excuse me, LeBron we didn't get, the Colby, the Jordan. Vince put, Carter, that type of action. You kind of put that stamp on who you are in this league. Maybe they can entice him to do it. Uh, are the Indiana Pacers a league pass must watch? You see me perplexed. Continue to go, Micah. 124 league, points a, a in their league lap. pass must watch the Indiana Pacers. 124 they points. They could have scored their... 144, Micah. 124 points in their last four games. You tell me that's not exciting. That's not entertaining. That's not must watch. For me, no. And, and I'd they rather lose, watch... they gave up 150 to the Celtics. I mean, right, but but. I, I like a game 101, 99, 112, 111. And which games have you been watching? All the ones I've seen have been 117, 114, 120, 118. I think I saw 150, 120. I have not. If, I understand what you're saying, but tell me where you're watching if, these. If basketball starts to get to the 150s consistently, Micah. Consistently. I, yeah, I mean, 
what I I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of just basketball, but when you're scoring 150 points, there's no defense. Mike. You'd say again, it's perplexing. Perplexing. We're going to be brought to you by the word perplexing today. Mike has hit that one a couple times on me already. Uh, It is perplexing, the recent performance of USC quarterback Caleb Williams. I think the entire team, not just Caleb Williams. I don't know what happened to this SC team that was top four, Micah. Top four in the preseason polls. Expectations, they've fallen out of the roof. But But, but who would have thought Washington and Oregon were going to play this good? That is out of nowhere. And the fact or fiction is... Has Caleb Williams now fallen out of that surefire number one draft pick? People were tanking for Williams at a point. I don't think he's lost the surefire number one. And as as you watch him, right, and all the quarterbacks that have been playing this year, I think that the offensive lines, right, you, you expect more. You're definitely not playing behind a pro offensive line there. In fact, everyone get off of his back about showing a little bit of emotion on the field. Uh, And also, fact, Washington is unbeaten. They should be in the top four. Well, you have Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Florida State. So who do you get out of there? I I think we're dropping out at least one of those teams. I I think five is perfect right now for Washington. Okay, so Mike, Mike's giving me a fiction on that. Here's, one. Here's, the- here's, here's, here's my top four. Georgia won. I don't know how Georgia did not stay at number one, but I'm not on the committee. Number two, Ohio State and Michigan. That way, if they're both at number two, when they do play, it's number two versus number two. And number four, Florida State. Is it perplexing that Michigan is still where they are with all the clouds surrounding them? Not, not at all. I think they're rallying around their coach, and I think they had this. If they're going to win the national championship, Micah, it's this year. It's got to be this it year. It has to. You have that sense of urgency. And 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 here's the thing: the Raiders and Jim Harbaugh just seem. It doesn't it seem synonymous? It may seem synonymous, but fact or fiction. If the team is rallying around Antonio Pierce in this way and playing this well, you have to give him a chance to lead. I I think we've been down this road before, and the Raiders zagged when they had a solid interim coach. I think Harbaugh sounds like a great idea, but it's fact. You have to give Pierce his opportunity. Well, you have to. You have no choice, Micah. You don't have a choice right now. Who are you going to go get? They're rallying around him. The team is playing well. He connects as a former player with this group of players. And you can see through all that cigar smoke that they have the belief in each other to get it done. And that makes a difference when you believe. Absolutely. And here's, here's the secondary piece to that, Micah. If the Raiders win this week, if they win, then we can have conversations again. Then we can have conversations about the Raiders. Are we having a conversation, though, about Josh Dobbs had the best story from last weekend? In what capacity? Just the best story from the NFL. No better story than traded after you were told you were not going to be and traded. And before you even know your teammates' names, you're leading a game-winning drive. That is the best story from last weekend. It's a great story. Give me a better story if it's not the best story from last week. I, th- I thought a good story, Micah. I don't, I don't, I don't, a great story, you know, 
for those of you who read books, a great story must have a lot of content. Right? You've given me like a chapter, not even a chapter. You've given me a page. Right? With the Eagles holding on to beat the Cowboys, that's a story to tell. That was four quarters that I thought the Cowboys were going to win. But Dobbs' story is more of like a, uh, is that a short story? No, no, no. It's one long year. Six different NFL teams have already, five have already moved this man on and given up on him. His last starting job, because he walked into a Kyler Murray injury situation, you couldn't even find his jersey in the team store. You're- he fought his way into <laughs> respect with that team throughout this season to where they said, we're going to keep you around to be the backup as they're putting him on a plane to Minnesota. Before he can even get warm, because we know it's cold up north, he's throwing to guys, calling plays in the dirt, doesn't know the formation, doesn't know the playbook, doesn't know guys' names, and is celebrating with a game ball. That's a, not a so, short story. That is a year to get to this point. So so think about how you just said it, Micah. I was intrigued now. Now you brought me in. Now you filled the book full of content. And the way you said, it's cold in Minnesota, and he was drawing plays in the dirt. So you gave me more. I needed more. It's just not, is Dobbs the best story of the week? Right? Because... For me, there was a lot of, how do I put this, Mike? I don't want to say a lot of interesting things, but Philadelphia's win, let me tell you, this, is, this, is, this Philadelphia win tells me Philadelphia will be in the Super Bowl again. Oh, you already jumped ahead to my next one. I was going to say fact or fiction. The Cowboys blew it. The Eagles didn't win it. Correct. That's a fact. And this win gave the Eagles the confidence, Micah, I don't see the 49ers going to Philly and beating them. I don't see the Cowboys going back to Philly and beating them. I just don't. And the Cowboys have the Giants, and the Cowboys are going to look good this week, and then everybody's going to be like, oh, it's the Cowboys. I'm, 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 the way, listen, I'm not a Cowboy fan, Micah, but they should have four titles. Four titles in the past seven years. They should. And this year, star-studded. Lost to the 49ers, lost to the Cardinals, lost to the Eagles. But they'll beat the Giants. If you want your best bet of the week, take Dallas over the Giants. But if Dallas has to play Philadelphia or the 49ers, do not take Dallas. I am not taking Tommy DeVito to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Hopefully a fast recovery for Daniel Jones' nasty ACL injury. But 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 I'm more perplexed. Now I'm the one perplexed because I've been sitting here all season long telling you Niners, Eagles, the two best teams in the NFC, and you kept telling me, no, Micah, it's the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. They lost. They blew it. They did it to themselves. I was sure that I was going to come in here today and Micah was going to say, we got them right where we want them because we know what we did. We beat ourselves. The Eagles didn't beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys beat the Cowboys, and in the playoffs, they'll make those corrections, and we got them. That's not what I'm getting from Mike Adams. I'm perplexed. Because they needed a big win, Micah. Here's a perfect example. Ravens have the Browns this week. That's the game of the week. Is that your game of the week, Ravens-Browns? To me, that's the clash of the Titans. That is a defensive struggle. That is the Jim Ross special of the week. And if you're not a WWE fan, you're not going to get this reference, but that one's going to be a slobber knocker. And, And here's the thing. 
Let's see what Lamar Jackson does with that Browns defense. Hopefully we'll be able to use the fact that Odell Beckham finally got off the slide, his first touchdown, that Gus Edwards has been able to plow into the end zone. You have Andrews going. Maybe we'll be able to spread out the ball because right now it looks like Miles Garrett is the best defensive lineman in the league. Here's the other thing. Don't sleep on Jacksonville. I've told you that now for four weeks. Don't sleep on Jacksonville. Here's an interesting one I heard earlier this week, and I don't know if you'll agree or not. Fact or fiction, the three best defenses in the NFL reside in the AFC North. That's a fact. And people would argue that. The what Ravens, about those Niners the Browns, picking the Steelers. up? But what about, the, what about the Niners picking up Chase Young, right? That might be one of the most dynamic duos of defensive ends we've ever seen. I'm I'm excited to see what happens when they unleash Young and Bosa, the former Buckeyes, together there in San Francisco. That's why, even though they're slumping, they're struggling, I'm still thinking it's Niners-Eagles for that NFC Championship game. I still like them as the two best teams. Do you like the Buffalo Bills this week or the Denver Broncos? Are they playing each other? course. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know if you were asking me just because they had different teams. You're going to be like, well, I hope they both win. Uh, I think I like the Bills in that one. You have to get it back together. They've been struggling way too much. Josh Allen will put this team on his back for this win and go heavy to Stephon Diggs. Upset special of the week, Micah. Broncos over the Bills. Are the Jets a disaster? Not a disaster, no. So not not, not fact. Not fact. They're not a disaster. That team does not look like what we expected. Are they on TV almost every week? It feels like it. You had the Rodgers effect. The schedule makers went deep. Every time you turn on the TV, the Jets are in prime time. Fact or fiction, Aaron Rodgers will play again this season. I think a fact. He's on the field. He's throwing the ball. I've never seen somebody come back from an Achilles. Even he's saying, guys, all I got to do is drop back seven steps, and I'm getting rid of this ball. It is out of there. Don't worry. I am not taking a hit for the rest of my career. Uh, Kyler Murray will have success this weekend. I'm not sure, Micah. He's returning the ACL injury. I'm not sure. My factor fiction 10 minutes before I got here till I heard he was starting was going to be that we're never seeing him this season and that the Cardinals are moving on. So I wish the best for Kyler Murray. Hopefully he can perform. I also want to get your thoughts to straight up on Oliver Burchard, 15-year-old, playing at the Bermuda Classic PGA. We have a 15-year-old pro golfer. We've talked about phenoms before. LeBron James at 18 years old is a phenom. But 15 years old, forget math class, forget driver's ed. He's taking on the top professional golfers in the world, Mike. Well, and the and the last guy to play at that level like that, not at not at fifteen, but could this? You you start to think, is this the next Tiger? Right? Is this the next Tiger? Maybe we'll see after he plays his rounds. But Mike, I'm surprised you didn't bring up Caitlin Clark's forty four points. I was about to get there. Is she on a path to Player of the Year? And I think she's destined to take the title this year. It. Here's what's in LSU lost their first game to Colorado, I believe. That's a wake-up call from the hangover. They came back in and won. Caitlin Clark goes for 44 at Iowa. She had a 30-point triple-double outside in front of 70,000. This feels like her year. Yeah, I think Caitlin Clark is the player of the year for sure. I don't know if they win the national championship, though. 
They're ranked three right now, I believe, in the country. This probably is her best opportunity. This is actually a down year for South Carolina. And let's see, with Paige Beckers healthy, if there's a bounce-back year for the UConn Huskies. Not to mention, I think we got the best Tennessee team in about two decades. See, I was trying to wrap it up. We are going through some and, youth. And here's the thing, Micah. And Sal behind the glass will tell you. You know, we're coming into holiday season. I don't know why I want some biscuit Cheetos right now, but I do with a nice cup of coffee. We're coming into the holiday season with a nice turkey and gravy. Sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Is that your favorite cell behind the glass? Stuffing. Micah, you need to start thinking about that recipe you're going to share with the listeners. Of that dish you've always done. The traditional dish. We're not there yet. It's almost next week. Next week, Micah Frankel will give his traditional dish recipe for a must-have on Thanksgiving. What's the go-to, Micah? Don't give us the recipe today. But what's that go-to dish? You're going to have to wait. I got it in mind, but it doesn't have a name because if I give you the name, it kind of tells all the ingredients because it doesn't have a name because it was something I created, but it's something that my mother and my sister love. It is something I was thinking of. Uh, You're talking about making it warm. Good, because I was thinking about making it cold because I wanted to get around to the ice real quick. It feels like the Bruins are playing to erase the memory of last year. Last year was tough on the Boston Bruins. They are 11-1 right now, and every time you see them on the ice, they are playing angry like they want that title that they should have earned last year. A nice green chili stew maybe this year. Sal, behind the glass, I want to thank you, Joe O'Neill. Micah Frankel, thank you, buddy. Tell everybody where they can find you. Cageminds.com is the website. I got a YouTube channel. It's Cageminds Combat Sports News on the website. You can find all the podcasts. Here's the thing, Sal, behind the glass. Should we do a potluck for Mike Adams 2.0? We'll get Micah's favorite dish, your favorite dish. I'll bring the napkins and the spoons and the and the forks, and that way we can really dig into this uh, holiday potluck. We'll think about that. For Alyssa Ryan, Preston, John Michael, my name is Mike Adams. Mike Adams 2.0, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Thanks for joining us for Mike Adams 2.0. Join us again next Saturday, 9 to 10, on your New Mexico-owned and operated station, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team.